this is being recorded. I think I'm going to hear that every single time I push the button up. Great. <laughs> uh, and on that note, welcome to Sassy Nation on this lovely Friday, June 6th, June 6th, June 4th, <laughs> 2021. Yeah, so I'm thinking ahead because, you know, June is like an awesome month for me. So I'm like really excited about this month, especially because now I get to go like away for the day. Like, you know, do road trips for this month and create content in other places. Like, it's really exciting. So if you missed my show yesterday, the Sassy Show, which is presented by Rockin' World Radio, you missed me talking about... Let's just, well, I'll just review. Um, I went over social media terms that a lot of companies and businesses and even entrepreneurs, like, screw up. Those terms are investing, investors, influenced marketing, ambassadorship, ambassador marketing, and affiliated and affiliating market marketing. They're not all the same. So just, I'll just highlight... <clears throat> Affiliated, affiliate marketing is the performance-based marketing. So you reach out to a company and you tell them, I'm going to do posts on social media for you with a, with a link for them to go to your website to purchase, you know, um, you know, jerseys. And so then the company says, okay, so we'll give you a link. And if you sell, you know, this many jerseys, you know, you'll get 10% or 20% of the sales. Your, from your under your link that's basically how that works influencer marketing is a form of social media marketing which a lot of people don't understand and grasp <clears throat> but that is um it involves endorsements and product placement from influencers people and organizations who have a purpose um expert level of knowledge who have supported an expert level of knowledge okay i do that ambassador marketing is a little bit different it's a strategic way for brands to turn customers into influencers. The internet has made it easier than ever before for people to express their thoughts and opinions about a brand. That's what ambassadors do. So you see like a lot of like NFL players, NBA players, MLB players, um, hockey players, um, soccer players, tennis players, you know, all different athletes are ambassadors for, for certain brands. Um, that's what they do. Now, I can guarantee you they make money, though, as an ambassador. A regular person does not make money as, as being an ambassador as much as you would make being an influencer. Um, influencer is a lot, there's, a, there's more money involved in influencer marketing than there is in ambassadorship. Okay. And then investors. Any person who commits capital with the expectation of final financial return is an investor. So, for example, this brand on Instagram, which I have to actually reach back out to today, um, they are looking for, so they said affiliates wanted, but they're not. Um, They're not looking for affiliates. They're looking for, and this is a strictly investor opportunity with the minimum of investment of, about $10,000 for 1% and a maximum of $50,000 for 5%. That's not that much. 
um, we're only accepting a few more investors. So they're looking for investors, um, which is which is very good to do, but it's harder. It's harder to do that via social media than it is to do affiliating, influencer, and ambassadorship. So I talked about that yesterday. Um, what else did we talk about yesterday? Uh, we talked about the tennis star, Naomi, whatever her last name is. I, I suck with last names. Oshina, Ashina? I have no idea how to say her name. Let's look her up. Maybe Google can help me and pronounce her name. Pronounce. Okay, let's see. Naomi Osaka. Okay, Naomi Osaka. Thank you. I love Google. Um, Naomi Osaka, with her pulling out from the French Open. So I discussed that. We had some questions on my show yesterday about why athletes are supposed to speak to the media. So I brought up how um, Kyrie Irving was fined money for skipping his media session and not being available. Um, which I had here. Let me see if I can find this. Um, um, not, um, yes. So, um, this was in March, actually May. Um, Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets each have been fined $35,000 for violating the NBA's media access, um, access, um, you know, availability rules. The league announced on Wednesday the fines result from his repeated refusal to, to, to participate in post-game media availability. Everybody in the NBA, the MLB, NFL, and, and NHL have to speak to the media after games. It's part of their policy and it's also part of um, it's also part of the contract that they have. You have to be able to. And I guarantee you tennis stars are the same way. You have to be able to speak to the media. If you don't want to speak to the media, then don't be a professional athlete. And then, you know, her throwing in mental health. Because that's the new thing now, if you haven't noticed. The old word, the old things that people threw around were racism and racist. Now we're we're going, now we're not throwing that word around as much anymore. As now we're throwing around mental health. So I talked about that yesterday. Um... Okay, mm-hmm. so we talked about that. Um, I talked about friends, family, business associates sharing your posts and sharing your business ideas and sharing on social media because that's the way that you can get people to understand that they can support you, especially entrepreneurs um, have a tough time with this because they always feel like their family and friends don't support them. Um, they're not they may not be your clientele but what they can do is they can share your social media posts with their friends and family on their timelines on their feeds and you can tell them sharing my post cost you zero dollars to share uh-huh and i'm going to be doing that actually later so i'm going to be i'm going to be um putting um the link for my book, which is an ebook right now, 
which is released today. Yay! Actually, no, it's released tomorrow. Yay! <laughs> Six five. And I'm going to do that tomorrow. I'm going to put the link up, and I'm going to create the post. So I'm going to go, you know, um, it would really mean a lot to me if my friends would support this and just share this link on their feeds because support, you can support me by just sharing and support equals zero dollars something along those lines that i'm going to be writing up uh, my post um sharing is caring as i used to say in preschool um i talked about the tiktok guy <laughs> so i'll mention that again today um oh my god so this kid he's like he's gotta be 20 i don't know how old he is let's go look I think somebody asked him on TikTok, and he actually answered them. Excuse me for hearing all this different, all this stuff here. Um, let me discover him. Um, he's like, um, I'll tell you how many people he has now. He has 1.1 million followers. Okay. So he did questions and answers, which is in his thing um dun, dun, dun. no question uh-huh i think your next song should be um when i went out to dinner i heard bum, bum, bum. what are you doing to us old ladies lord have mercy um oh people are telling him now what song to sing question for my son were you always this confident and popular um i have to find the the questions Okay, here we go. Did you know that you were mentioned on Fox News yesterday? Um, so he's, if you haven't um, heard about him, his, um, his, um, his handle is Whitey, W-T-W-H-I-T-E-Y-Y-18. Yeah, and if you heard the car go by, I'm outside. So I'm doing this outside today. Um... I have to look to see how, da -dun -dun. oh, how old are you? And when were you, and where were you when I was your age? I have no idea. Um, pick the song. He's got so many freaking questions. Like, it's just so, like, some of them are just so old. Like, people actually ask him questions. Oh, how old are you? Um, I don't know if I can find it. Oh, how old are you? Um, somebody else, people are using it, uh -huh. she would absolutely die, people are, I mean, he literally, um, has people in a dizzy, and I'll tell you what he did, all he did, this is how he started, now, his older songs that he copied were, like, the ones of today but that didn't take him over the top which took him over the top was the fact that he took a barry manilow song mandy lip sunk it into the camera did this like eye roll that makes like i guess girls go crazy i don't really care about freaking ass eye rolls gonna make me go crazy but okay whatever um and that's all he did that's literally only did he wears hockey jerseys he wears towels he is topless in a couple of them Oh, here he came out of the shower with his hair wet and put the towel on his head. He has, 
and he gets close to having a million views on a couple of these. He does have a million of over here. He has views over here. But the one that took him over the top is the Barry Manilow one. This, this one. And he did like this like eye roll. I mean, I can even go back on and just read to you um, some of the comments, which are crazy. And then he's got these guys on TikTok who are like middle-aged men. I think most likely they're jealous of him because he's got all the women in their 30s, 40s, and beyond. Crazy for him. Now, I'm going to talk about that workout with Witty. He's live right now. Ready? So he's trying to do a workout right now, which you uh, live on Instagram. Um, which I don't think I don't. If you're gonna do live, you better be able to know what the heck you're doing when you do a workout on on social media. But anyway, um, so he has like all the girls crazy. So I posted it, the video on my TikTok, by the way, and I marked it with. He looks like pretty boy Zach Wilson, because that's what I'm going to call him now. I'm going to call him pretty boy Wilson. I was calling him Prince Charming because that's like, you know, a fairy tale type thing, because that's what the Jets fans have in mind. They have like this freaking ass fairy tale in their brains. Like it's all rainbows and butterflies for them because they think that like now that they drafted this kid, they're going to win the fucking Super Bowl. Um, you know, and they have an unproven head coach, an unproven an unproven quarterback that hasn't thrown a fucking pass yet in the NFL. And they have a new offensive coordinator who, let's be real, we don't know how he's going to be either. They have all these rookies. They have all these young guys. There's hardly any veterans on this team. But yet, you have some of these dumbass Jets fans thinking that um, they're going to win the Super Bowl. Or, even more delusional... Then the Super Bowl is the fact that they think they're going to win 10 or 11 games. So my new my new piece for this show, my new segment, is called The Hypocritical Jets Fan. So let's go right into it and let's dive right in. You can see the video that I put up, by the way. So we're going to take a tweet, tweets, tweets back for when Sam Darnold was on the team. Just so you can see the difference. You can just see what I'm talking about. And I'll tell you who this guy is after. So this is the one that he posted. Two things stand out. This is the tweet. Two things stand out in this Sam Darnold off-season workout clip. Yes, it's only a workout. One, elite, elite, he used the word elite, elite accuracy when rolling out to his left. Sam does it observably well for a right-handed thrower. Two, Sam's release is so much quicker than in 2017. And then they show the workout. Because Jordan Palmer had it on Instagram. Then we have to see this video with him. I have no idea who he's with, but he tweets this. Sam Darnold has zero swag, and I absolutely love it. I'm not even sure he owns a phone. Obviously, he owns a phone, you dumb dumbass, but yes. Okay, then he has the video. Then we have this one. Jets fans. Go to sleep tonight knowing that your quarterback made one of the best throws in NFL history. Sam Darnold is a freak of nature. Yes, 
He has to understand his limits, but this is what makes him a potential top five quarterback. Feel in the pocket, throwing off platform, arm talent. This is from Jets fans, people. This is from one particular one. But this is what they're talking about with Sam Darnold. Now, and then he has the video, which I'll post. And then he has this one. This is from June 13th, 2020. You know you're working hard when your cap is so sweat-stained that it looks like you're wearing a visor. That's my quarterback, Darnold, throwing for 7K. Then, let's take it now to when they just drafted Wilson with this guy. Ready? This is his pinned tweet on top from January 14th. So this is before they drafted him. Okay. Saley, LeFleur, Wilson, SB for Super Bowl, Jets. Are you fucking kidding me? They didn't even draft the kid. The kid hasn't even thrown a fucking pass yet in the NFL. The coach hasn't even coached his first NFL game. And this Jets fan is, has a pinned tweet thinking that these three dudes are going to bring him a Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Have mercy on me. Okay. Let me go. Let's go. So then he has the stupid picture of Zach and the guy with the mullet and another Jets fan, another Jets player drinking beer at the Islanders game. And that was from May 23rd. And he has the headline over it is, we're winning the whole damn thing. Really? When? Not this year, not next year. So maybe the closest the Jets get to a Super Bowl is going to be 2040 at this rate. All right, then here, now here, now ready? This is my, this is the best one because this will show you. This is the guy that just told you he fucking loves Sam Darnold. Okay, he loves Sam Darnold. He just loves him. Ready? Zach, this is for the first game of the year when it's the Jets versus the Panthers. Zach Wilson throws for three TD. Sam gets sacked five times and throws one touchdown, one interception. Quinton gets two sacks, loss in one. Jets beat Panthers 27-17, and I'm intolerable for the rest of the seasons. L-F-G. Jets. Hypocritical, can you say? I mean, I should come up with a fucking song about being hypocritical. This is the hypocrisy with Jets fans. They just like anything that fucking moves and breathes. As long as the quarterback breathes, he has he knows how to breathe, and he knows how to fucking move, they love him. Then he goes, I love you so much, New York Jets. I cannot wait for Zach Wilson to play ball for my team. Heart. Oh, baby, my boy Zach is going to make number two look like the swaggiest number going around, coming in hot. Can you shut the fuck up? So you told everybody how much you love Sam Darnold. And, oh, that's my quarterback. That's, I have other ones, too. That's my quarterback. Oh, let me look those up. I have. That's my quarterback. I love him so much. He's the best thing since sliced bread. I love Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold's awesome, as you all saw from that. Let me see which ones I have here. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Oh, this is when they got, this is when they drafted Sam. I have those, too. Um, um, I have those. Which, actually, one of them actually deleted it, too, because I have the screenshot of it already. Um, 
Uh-huh. Oh, that's his. I have another one. Um. And then we have this one asking for it. Um. And then we have other ones that told you that that the Jets got the best guy in the draft when they drafted Sam Darnold, by the way, in 2018. I didn't love Jets trade when they made it, but all's well that ends well. They just got the best quarterback in the draft. That was from Ross Tucker, by the way. Um, do, 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 do. And then... And then this is from another guy replying to one of the beat writers after they drafted Darnold. Um, it's 1.30 in the morning, and he, and I'm still thinking I might just be dreaming this. This is from Brian Costello in 2018. I can tell you at the USC Pro Day a month ago, the Jets did not think they would have a shot at getting Darnold. They must be ecstatic now. And then, of course, Matt Miller, who he just knows everything there is to know about fucking football. Jets get the best quarterback in the draft. Wait until I talk to you about Matt Miller and all his fucking tweets. Wait until we talk about him. Um, so there you go. And I have other ones from other fans when they drafted uh, Sam Darnold. And how ecstatic they were. They got the best quarterback in the draft. And look at how fucking fast they drop him. And now they have rainbows and butterflies. You know, for Zach Wilson, who hasn't thrown a fucking pass yet. Who hasn't played an elite team in college. Who had shoulder surgery uh, two years ago. And they all complained that Sam Darnold was also injury prone, I might add. But meanwhile, Zach actually had surgery. So, there you go. And, oh, the one that I was talking about before when I was reading all those tweets, that's Luke Grant, by the way. You can find him on Twitter. He thinks he knows, he, he thinks he's hot stuff. Let's just, I'll leave it at that. Uh, no. Honey, you're not hot. Maybe he should get a hotel room with uh, Zach Wilson right now. Maybe they have a bromance brewing. Mm-hmm. I'm a bromance. I can't win. And then, of course, Luke uh, Grant has to tweet things like, oh, I don't want to hear that, that the Jets made a mistake after they play the Panthers because if Sam Donald, you know, really does great. Uh, oh, you mean the quarterback that you loved? And that all, it, it's all on your freaking ass feed. I, I have screenshots of it all. All on his feed, how much he loves Sam Darnold. Oh, Sam's my quarterback. Oh, we got the best quarterback in the draft. Oh, my God, my heart. Be still my heart. And then he drops him so freaking fast. And then now we can't stand Sam. Oh, these are, the, these are the wonderful fucking Jets fans, people. This is what drives me absolutely insane. And I'll tell you... The, uh, the Jets fans will be nice to Zach the, probably the first five, six games. And after that, they're going to start slowly turning on him. Because, you know, this is what they do. They slowly turn on players. And then, you know, they'll just go, oh, but, and then the excuse will be, well, it was his first year. His first year. Next year, he'll be better. I can tell you from looking at tweets from when, after Sam's first year, everybody was, like, all over him. Oh my God, how does he look like this? Hopefully next year will be better, blah, 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 blah. And that's, of course, when we got gays. 
but we all know what happens after that. <clears throat> we know how that story ends. But this is the Jets fans. This is what I'm talking about. This is being hypocritical. Do they not realize how fucking stupid they look on Twitter when they tweet this shit? Don't tweet that you love a player and then the next minute tweet that you fucking can't stand him. It's called loyalty. It's called support. You support the player. You pull for the player. Why? Because he's part of your franchise that you root for. And I will say this, Woody Johnson has no clue who Sam Donald is. He never was here when Sam was here. He was in London. Remember that. It's all on Chris Johnson. Remember that. So I give Woody a pass for not understanding who Sam Donald was and how great Sam Donald of a, uh, is. And he's going to be a franchise quarterback for Carolina now. He's not going to be the franchise quarterback here. And I will tell you this, there was a, um, a docu- not documentary, there was a whole entire... Um, I don't even want a segment on ESPN that Kimberly Martin did on the Jets and how they're they're trying to replace Joe Namath. Now, remember, Joe Namath was all looks and substance. He had substance, too. But, you know, the pretty boy, the pretty boy look. You know, you got to have a pretty boy at the quarterback. You got to have a, 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 a looker. Because that's what, and that's what Zach Wilson is. He is the pretty boy. He is the looker. He is like that kid on TikTok right now, getting you know, um, getting people to watch his videos and 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 say how gorgeous he looks. Remember, looks don't make the man. I don't want somebody who is a looker. I want somebody who has substance. Sam Darnold has substance. Now, is he a looker? Uh, to me he is, but he's a little bit different of a looker. Um, he's not a pretty boy. I would never ever call Sam Darnold a pretty boy. And he should be grateful that he's not a pretty boy. I've dated a pretty boy. I can tell you there are narcissistic assholes. Pretty boys are narcissistic assholes, especially in the model industry, by the way. Uh, they are. That's all they care about is themselves, and they're superficial. You don't want a superficial person. You don't want to date a superficial person. You don't want to be near a superficial person. You don't want to be friends with a superficial person. And you don't want a superficial person to be your, your franchise quarterback. Now, people would say, well, isn't that what Tom Brady is? No. Tom Brady isn't a looker either. I have to say, he's not a looker either. Um, he's very handsome, but he's not a looker. Um, now, of course, Sam was in, into his hair like Josh McCowan. We all know that GIF that went by, that went viral with them you know, putting their hand, rubbing their hands and their hair. Um, but Sam has so much fucking substance. He has leadership. Reminder, Zach was not voted a captain this past year. To me, he doesn't have leadership. And then all these Jets fans, oh, look, he's bonding with his teammates. Look at the leadership. They're supposed to do that, you fucking assholes. Sam's doing that right now with his new teammates. The quarterback always does that, no matter where they are. That's the part of their job. Sam has so much freaking substance. And he's got the look. He's got the look. I have to say, he, he's good to look at. But if we're going to be, if we're just going to, you know, voting it on looks, you're going to get disappointed. 
with Zach if you just think he's going to be the looker to take over for, for Joe Namath. Because, see, that's the problem with the Jets organization. Always looking to replace a legend. You can't replace a legend. Look at the Yankees with Derek Jeter. Have they ever replaced? Have they ever found his replacement? No. Look at the New York Rangers. Have they ever have they ever filled Mark Messier's shoes ever again with that? No. The New York Giants with Eli Manning. He was a legend. No. You never can fill legend shoes. Now I'll tell you, you know, Sam was great here. He's what you want for a franchise quarterback. Yeah, he is he's very good to look at. Okay, he's got the look. He's got the look, but he's got the attitude. He's resilient. He's perseverant. He's gritty. He's got his own type of swagger where he doesn't give a shit what you think. He's quiet. He lets his he lets his actions dictate what people see. Like, not his words. And he's not a social media type guy either, by the way, which I tend to love because you want him to be on social media, but you don't want him to have his whole life rooted around it. So many athletes have their life rooted around social media. Like, they got to tell me everything that they're doing. Now, I don't need to know everything you're doing, but I do, we do need to see some sort of story about you. Like, right now, Sam Darnold on his Instagram, by the way, should be telling us the story of the new journey that he's on. That would make a great, that's, that's great social media content. You know, moving there, um getting his new apartment, waiting his first furniture, which I thought was hysterical. Um, you know, uh, life now in Carolina, like going out to eat, um, meeting with his new teammates, you know, hanging out with them, working out, um, practicing, going over the new playbook, all that kind of stuff is part of his journey. And that's what you, that's what social media is about for athletes. And that's what it should be. It should be showing people that when you persevere, your dreams come true. This is this is my dream since I was you know, seven years old. Here I am at seven. Here I am at 11. Here I am at 13. Here I am at 15. Here I am now at 18. Now I'm, at, I'm in college now. Here's my college life. Here's my background. Now I got drafted. Here's my draft. Here's my story. That's what athletes should be doing with it, inspiring people. But they don't. Now, I will say this. Sam does some good things on his, but all he's going to do on his is post ads. He's going to get, that's not what it's for, sweetheart. You can't just do your, because you're ambassador for this brand, or you're going to get money from this brand. You have, he has to post more to the feed. I love that he does stories, but he doesn't even, he doesn't even keep his stories. He just like hides them away and he puts them in the archive and we never look them again. That's why I'm like, I cringe sometimes when I look at Sam's social media because it's like incomplete. But then you look at other athletes and they got this post, this post. Here we are, here, this, this thing, this story up here. Then they got their little highlights from their stories up there and then here, I, you know. And I tell you, Twitter is dangerous for athletes. Twitter is dangerous. You just heard me read tweets from a Jets fan. This is why it's dangerous because it comes back to bite you later. Now, I think a lot of it, um, oh, yes, uh, so Crowder, 
FYI, is working through a contract matter with the Jets, but he expects to have him in the fold. He'll definitely have a role here. Maybe he doesn't, well, maybe, oh, maybe Crowder's having an issue right now with the Jets, you know, getting rid of uh, Darnold. Crowder. Okay, um, mm-hmm. So it's just interesting. But I'm telling you, social media is great, but always remember it's there. It, you can look things up. I'll, um, I'm just going to put this in in Google. I'm going to see what comes up, and I'll tell you. Um, uh huh. Let me see if, if anything comes up, if you can do it this way. <coughs> oh, there's my other one. My stuff comes up, but... Okay, so if you go on Google, you can put in your name. You can put in Twitter. You can put in whatever you were tweeting about, and it should come up. Now, not all of it comes up, but you can look things up that way also, by the way. Just a little, just a little hint. So, tomorrow my book comes out. I'm really excited about that. My coffee brand is almost ready to be launched. I'm excited about that. I got other projects that I'm working on for this month. And next week's segment, I will do um, most creative tweet. I'm gonna look for I'm gonna look for creative stuff, and um, also most creative Instagram post too. I want to do that too because some people do really great stuff on there. I may even throw in TikTok. We'll see. But I want to give props to all those that create content because it's not easy to create content it's hard it's very hard to create content and that's basically it so thanks for listening i will see you all next thursday on the sassy show on facebook live and i will you'll hear from me next friday have a great weekend